Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show, and it's a special month. It is October, which means lots of oh. extra episodes. It means the orange colour around us, as opposed to the usual purpley blue one. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this is uh, our fourth October Thon movie. Ooh. Four already, I know, we're, we're flying through them. Uh, this is going to be Slumber Party Massacre, which is, a, of course, a slasher movie from 1982, and uh, the boom of the slasher movies, and it is a, as it says in the tin, it is a bunch of girls, I mean, they're all like 26 in real life, but they're supposed to be high school students having a slumber party, and it uh, is a, there's a killer with a, a drill, he, he likes to use a drill to kill people. And that's the premise of the movie. That's what it is. I guess we'll start spoiler-free for a little bit, although, I mean, I don't know how much there is to spoil beyond how people get killed. It's a but, slasher where the guy uses a drill. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all you need to know. That's pretty much it. But we'll keep it spoiler-free for now, I guess. But anyway, so uh, I told you the premise. Uh, I guess I'll ask the question. Tim... Yeah. Did you enjoy the Slumber Party Massacre? Uh, I I did, but not overly so. I, I thought it was okay. Um, but the some of the problems I have with it, I, I think uh, kind of date back to some complaints I've made about like slashers in the past, which um, you know, I've said it before on this show, but I'm not the biggest slasher guy. Like, there are definitely ones that I absolutely love, and when they're good, you know, uh, they're great. But um, I, I feel like this is more of just kind of a standard slasher, which I'm not as crazy about. It's pretty standard slasher, but luckily for me, I like standard slasher movies from the 80s. <laughs> so I, I get a good uh, kick out of this. It, I mean, it's not a good movie. Like, this made that clear. It's not a good movie in really any way. But I do have fun with it. It's uh... yeah. Th- there's definitely fun parts, and I would I'll actually say um, more so than any recent mem- uh, movies. Probably uh, I actually did laugh out loud at some parts of this. Uh, oh yeah, I know the the fridge scene had me cracking up. Oh, um, we'll, we'll, get we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I feel like that's. I mean, if we're staying, I'm not going to say what. Yeah, happened, yeah, yeah, that would be. I want to talk about the killer first. Actually, the killer. Uh, so basically, you hear over the radio at the start that there's a someone who killed people back in the sixties has just escaped from a, a mental asylum or whatever. Uh, so okay, that's our, that's our killer. I think this is a really unique slasher movie, and that he doesn't have any kind of look. He he, he doesn't have a mask or anything like that. He just he, he wears a denim jacket. He's denim jacket man. He looks like just like a regular like middle aged dude. Except that he does the death stare. He just kind of. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's creepy for sure. He does but... that, but there's, there's like nothing about him. This, this this look. In fact, sometimes it doesn't even look like he's enjoying the killing. It almost looks like he's oh, it's just work. Yeah, I, I just kill people. Yeah. Uh, Which uh, that was something I didn't particularly enjoy though, because one thing I like about. You know, when I do like slashers, is that when they're big and crazy and over the top, and you have these killers with like that are really menacing and have like these masks or costumes or whatever. You know, I think it's cool that he has a drill. You know, I haven't really seen that before. Uh, You've you never know, seen a, the hit classic driller killer. 
Actually, I have not. No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I there definitely have been you know uh, drill kill scenes in uh, horror movies before. But uh, at least for me, I've never seen one where that's the killer's preferred weapon of choice. My my one problem with the drill the drill is a kill the drill the drill is a weapon is a murder weapon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I really want to say drill and kill because they rhyme. Uh, but <laughs> my one problem with it is that it's such a noisy weapon that there's various oh, sure. points in this movie where I'm like, yeah, someone would hear that. And they, they, they keep having these little cheats. Like at one yeah. point, someone's got like a, like a blender on so you can't hear the drill happening outside. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just, ah, just little things like that. Like they have to disguise it. But sometimes they didn't. And sometimes I was like, people would hear this. Come on yeah. now. You're not in Texas where it's big open spaces and people can't hear your chainsaw. You're, mm. you know, you're in the the suburbs now. Yeah, of course the girl's parents are going away for the the night or the weekend or whatever it is, which is why she's having this slumber party. Um, which I want to point out is this great moment. So we open with her, and of course there's a topless scene in the first like minute of the movie for no reason. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like one of those things where it's unbelievable why she's topless. She's just getting changed. But the question then becomes, why are we seeing her change her clothes? What is this adding to the movie? <laughs> other than the it's boobs? like in case you forgot that this was an '80s slasher movie. Yeah. It's like right in the. Like, the first two minutes. And this is even the most shameless. There's, there's an entire conversation, you know, in five minutes' time in the uh, in the shower room <laughs> at uh, school, yeah. yeah. And they're all naked. There's, there's bare ass and everything. It's just one of those movies. Uh, but at least then, I'm like, okay, there's a conversation happening, at least. Uh, whereas yeah. here, it's just, no, she just, like... But there's a little bit of character because she, she throws out some of her, uh, her, like, you know, toys and stuff from when she was a kid. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah. like I don't think the movie actually has a story to it with this. But at this point in the movie, you'd you'd be forgiven for thinking that maybe that the arc for her character is that she's she's becoming a woman. She's like leaving her childhood behind, which ironically she wants to have the slumber party because she wants to like you know for old times' sake, let's have one last you know girls' slumber party. No boys allowed. Just you know like the old times. Uh, so this is her losing and her innocence in a weird way. And you're talking about Trish here, right? Trish, yeah, the main character, her yeah. house, her house, her party, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- th- another kind of problem uh, that I think I have with the movies, I didn't really get too interested in any of the characters. Uh, they all seemed pretty similar. Um, uh, you know, yeah, that's uh, not, I mean, there, there wasn't anything like about anyone in particular that made them like stand out to me, like. Um, I don't know. Like, Other than the, like the two main characters, I can really pull is like, all right, there's the main character who's throwing the party, and then there's like the one character that's like the new, you know, girl in town. Yeah, Va- that... Valerie, the, the neighbor, her and her little sister, I think, are fairly memorable. Like they, they are actually the ones that because I feel like she's more actually the final girl than Trish is because Trish, while oh, yeah, she yeah. she does kind of survive, she's kind of it, it's it's the it's the new girl and her sister who come in and are more the heroes at the end of the movie than than anyone else's. Uh, anyway, the, the point I was wanting to get to, though, uh, that I didn't get to uh, at the start of the movie, is uh, so so our parents are leaving in the morning. So, okay, that's us leaving, uh, you know, behave, whatnot. It's like, oh, by the way, Mr. whatever his name is, the neighbor, Mr. Neighbor, he's going to, like, check in on you and make sure that everything's going okay. And the camera, like, goes over to him. He's like, hey, Trish, yeah, I'm going to make sure you're okay, <laughs> right? And I love that Trish, right in front of him and in front of her parents, in fact, her mother's, like, less than a foot away from her, she's standing right next to her, goes, shit. I have a nice time, parents. And no one reacts to it. Neither the neighbour or the parents react to the fact that she just went, oh shit, they've asked the neighbour to check in on me. 
I, I don't know. I thought that was funny, but yeah, call, call me crazy. I can't uh, blame her though. That dude looks super creepy. Mm. It's like, oh, you're asking our middle-aged neighbor to check in on me, uh, like a young high yeah, school girl who's fact, home alone. That, that actually really cracked me up later on. Is once they actually know there's danger and they know that stuff's happening, they try and phone the the police. She screams down the phone, "We're all alone!" And at this point in the movie. There's three girls, two guys who are all about 17, 18. So that's not alone for a start. You're old <laughs> enough to kind of take care of yourself at that point. Um, but yeah, it just, it just baffled me. We're all alone. Like, there's five of you. And you're adults, practically, if not actually. Because you said you were 18, right? So you should at least be, you know, I, I don't know. Well, you'd make a hell of a cop, Pete. <laughs> Just on the phone, being like, "Uh, take care of that killer yourself." I never said I'd say that on the phone. I just that that sentence sounded like it was written for a ten-year-old and not an eighteen-year-old, especially not an eighteen-year-old who's surrounded by four other eighteen-year-olds. Okay, still, I mean, you basically have an army. Okay, <laughs> I think it's still wise uh, to get the police involved. When well, I'm not saying you're it's being not. chased by a killer. Tim, Tim, my criticism is not that she's calling the police. My criticism is she says to to the police officer or the the dispatch dispatcher, "We're all alone here." What do you mean, we? Like f- five eighteen year olds is not alone. Five eighteen year olds is capable of taking care of something. Not 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 fighting the killer, but you're not alone. That's what I'm saying. You're not alone. Fair enough. <laughs> you might feel alone. You might be depressed. You might be you're feeling you're crying yourself at night because you don't have a boyfriend because you're you're this person who can't let go of her childhood and you just want to like <laughs> be with your friends forever and they're all like going away with boys and it upsets you. Uh, like yeah, if you're dying in the inside, that's your business. Jeez. <laughs> but you're not alone. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, we can <laughs> we can move on. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's her. And uh, I actually really... Some really funny stuff, actually, with Valerie and her little sister. That I, I, uh, like, our, our little sister like, is this really... She, she's infatuated with this party. She's like, oh, let's go over. There's a proper party. There'll be boys there. And she, she's a bit younger. She's, like, 14 or whatever. And she, she, uh, she like, steals her big sister's Playgirl magazine, which has Sylvester Stallone in the front cover. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, eyeing <laughs> up dicks in the, in the magazine. She's like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know. I thought that was a... It's such a, it's such a, a plot point that's usually given to the the male characters where you have the little brother stealing the the Playboy and looking at it. I, I actually kind of appreciated that it was just kind of flipping that that trope. And it's like there was a, there was like a fourteen year old girl being like, "Oh yeah, come to mama," like just you know, just like a scene like that. I, I thought that was I thought that was entertaining. I'll give a spoiler warning so we can talk about more stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll talk okay. about uh, various things. So the first kill I thought was I kind the, of insane. the opening scene I loved. The opening, the opening scene when the, the paper the, boy, the van. Well, it's not the opening scene; it's opening kill. Yeah. So you just confused well, me. That's why I meant like this, this like first kill scene. Yeah, okay, so that's fair. You, you confuse me because the opening scene is the paper boy throwing papers at houses. But yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, so, so basically, our male characters, our male heroes, who are you know perverts and like sneak outside the girl's house and watch them <laughs> undress because they're our male heroes and we're supposed to be sad when they die. Uh, but you know, again, eighty slasher movie. That's just kind of. What these type of characters are, but yeah, so there's this woman repair or phone uh, phone repair woman who's at the school, and the, these teenage boys try and flirt with her and like, hey, you ever? And he says something really stupid like, uh, you know what they say about younger men? Try it, you might like it. Do they no. say that? Is that a phrase? <laughs> is that is that a saying that people say? 
I really hope not. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, I get that the whole point is he's making this up because he's trying to flirt with her, yeah. but come up with something that sounds like a saying. Yeah. It doesn't sound like one, it just sounds like... Nothing, it sounds like a sentence. <laughs> the fool! But yeah, she gets yeah. grabbed really suddenly, there's, there's no build-up to it whatsoever. The, the, the van door just opens, she gets grabbed, and I actually thought it was going to be like a swerve. Like, it was going to be like, oh no, it's like our boyfriend and they're making out in the van. Like, I thought it was going to be that kind of moment. But then as the, the, the two teenagers are walking away, you just see her at the back of the van banging on the window like, help me, help me. It's, yeah, and it's, uh, it's so great. And we've talked about scenes like this before, but uh, I love when you just have something going on in the background and mm. it doesn't, you know, cut to it or zoom in or, or make a big deal about it. It's like, this is just going on in the background and... You know, you notice it, but it, you know we're not going to pay attention to it. It just makes it feel like a real world where it's like, oh, there's stuff going on that these characters don't know. And but we know, know like, the audience is in yeah. on it, so we know there's danger around. Yeah, uh, there's two examples of that actually. In this uh, really good examples, and this is a movie that I would say is not a good movie, but there is a couple of good moments like that. There's that one. Yeah. And at the end, when the two girls hide in the bedroom and they've block- barricaded the door, it's just the camera's oh, yeah. just on them, and you just see the killer like sneaking in the window behind them with the drill. Yeah, it just comes out yeah. of the darkness into the room, and it's just again, it's a long time before the camera actually goes to this POV shot of him to look down at them, which in and of itself is quite fun because it's just this kind of moment where they both kind of turn around like, what? <laughs> you know, it's just it has, it has that kind of moment to it. So it's. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of good moments of that. Uh, yeah. And he chases another girl through all the, you know, the the bathroom and the shower room that we already seen. And, uh, now, I, I was her. a little surprised that I assumed that uh, this was going to take place like it was going to be all slumber party. Um, but there's actually, you know, a good, you know, bit in the beginning, uh, hmm. you know, with the van and then uh, yeah, chasing the girl through um, the like locker room and, and stuff. That uh, I was like, oh, I was surprised that. You know, it's not just this one gimmick. I thought it was literally just going to be nothing but like girls in pajamas running around screaming. Yeah, and they, they kind of like they set it up, and they also have this idea that he follows them to the house because he like he kills someone at school, and then he he follows the. I mean, I was going to Diane's character. Like she she's a like I was going to call her the slutty one, but she's not really. She just has a boyfriend that she has a relationship with. She's not actually the slutty one, but she she's the the one who's constantly trying to get away to have sex, which is why she kind of fills that. That slot yeah. and the you know and the, the slasher stereotypes of the character, the archetypes, but she uh, like he, he follows her and we have that one fake out where like the, we see the hand creeping up behind her and it turns out to be the boyfriend. So so and it's funny it actually works really well because like I said with that scene with the van earlier on, I expected it to be the boyfriend and it was like a makeout scene because it was so unexpected. So they they lulled me into this false sense of security where I thought oh no they're, they're not going to fake me. And then they did. They faked me and it was the boyfriend this time. And I was like, okay, fair enough. He did he, he did a couple of smart little things there. Um, and then there's a um, yeah, pretty good scene too when she gets back to the car uh, and uh, you know, you just see the boyfriend's head rolls off. Just just rolls off, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's some, you know, it's funny because I would say this isn't a great movie because, you know, the acting's not particularly good. You've got a bunch of people who are like obviously, having people who are told to be actually actually be teenagers is a really common thing. But these girls feel really too old to be like. <laughs> I-, I could swear the average age of these girls is like twenty six. Yeah, it really feels that way at times. They, they do not look remotely young. I know. I mean, they look old, but they're only young enough to be teenagers uh, to be in high school. Uh, so 
that that's obviously a problem. But you're okay with that if you're into fun slasher movies, if you're into goofy slasher movies, you've kind of accepted that going in. You're you're okay with yeah. those those ideas. You're here for fun kills. You're here for fun fun funny moments. You're, uh, talk about the fridge. Uh, you mentioned the oh, fridge yeah. earlier. Oh yeah, just um, so you know, towards the end when you have uh, Valerie and her sister are. You know, they finally decided, like, all right, let's go to the party, and they're in the house, and they're kind of looking for everyone. And at that this point, you know, the main group of girls have already started dying and running around the house. And one of the bodies, um, I forget which girl it is, but she's stuffed in the fridge. It's, it's the one uh, with the harsh fringe. That's how I was remembering her. Okay, <laughs> she has the harsh fringe. And then, uh, yeah, and um, so they they can't find anyone. And then the little sister is like, eh, I think I'm gonna get something out of the fridge. And then she goes to open it, and you just see the body kind of slump against the door, about to fall out. But before she can completely open the fridge, she closes it. And she's like, ah, nah, never mind. And she's like, she, well, she, a she second opens it, thought, she opens maybe. it twice actually before because before, yeah. it's the third time she opens it that she actually looks in the fridge and it, the body falls out. Uh, yeah. But the body's just kind of there the whole time. Like, again, it's that idea where the characters don't see something, but we do, and it adds to yeah. this this fun kind of like, oh no, she's in there. Uh, no, it, no, it actually plays out like a very classic like comedy bit. Like, oh, yeah. this is like a very like uh, yeah. I I could almost see, th- this could work in like a silent <laughs> comedy or something. Mm, it, it really could. Uh, and then actually, I kind of to go along with the van thing from the start, the the moment where the the, the characters become aware, because obviously we've had. The girl Diane and her boyfriend killed in the car, but the main characters still don't know there's a, a killer. They still don't know there's danger. And we've got the two boys who are spying on them, uh, are in the house now with them, because of, co- of course they, they're still... I mean, they, I mean, admittedly, the girls don't know they were spying on them uh, to that extent. They just know that they were playing a prank. But uh, they've, they've ordered pizza. And pizza... And admittedly, they make this work by doing something that I don't think anyone ever actually does. Because the guy shouts, the door's still closed, and he shouts out, oh, what's the damage? And he's like, "Like, who who asked the price without <laughs> opening the door? No one ever does that. But here it happens, but it's worth it. Because they, you know, him and one of the girls counts out the money, and it's like, okay, this will pay for it. And then they open the door, and in the time it's taken them to decide how much they're paying and, you know, who's paying what. <laughs> they open the door and the pizza guy's had his eyes drilled out and he just falls <laughs> into the house. It's glorious. Uh, I was sad to see, uh, you know, that they weren't going to get to eat that pizza, but it was... Uh, you must have you must have loved the girl who started to eat it anyway. She actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> she pulls the pizza box out, she puts it on the guy's back, on the dead pizza boy's back, opens the pizza and is like, what, I eat when I'm stressed, I feel better yeah. already. And just start eating the pizza. And I'm like, man... If if Tim, if, if, you know, if, if if Tim's relationship doesn't work out, I found him. I found him a, a candidate. I can definitely respect that. Um, mm. Even in a time of crisis, it's a shame to let pizza go do, to waste. Do you know what I liked about that <laughs> moment? And it's it's kind of like I feel like the movie at least knows that it's just a stupid slasher movie because they have the other characters react like, "What the hell are you doing?" As a dead guy, like, how yeah. do you even want to eat at all, let alone off his back? Like they react appropriately, you know. As I mean, again, the acting is not great. The like, there's, there's a lot of things about this that feels cheap and you know, silly and whatnot. But uh, for what it is, though, I think it's a pretty decent, if, if standard. But there's, it's a pretty decent slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, again, if if I was a little more into slashers, uh, I, I think I'd be a little more into this. Um, I, I think some of the things I wished. Um, maybe might change what the movie's going for like i wish the villain was a little more memorable there's something more cool about his aesthetic and i kind of wish some of the characters were more over the top and like you know maybe a, a little crazier but uh 
I, I mean, for what it is, it's definitely it's you know I, I enjoy myself. It's not bad, uh, but I don't know. I, I wish maybe it was a little goofier and or something. Um, I did like how the killer was silent the whole movie, but at one point towards the end, he did actually start talking. He, did, he, he all he said was, "Oh, you're very pretty. You're so pretty." Yeah. Oh, that's all he said, <laughs> and it was actually kind of creepy. It was like, okay, he feels whatever. Um, now I kind of like that they like um, you know actually do start to fight back towards mm-hmm. the end, and then uh, yeah, and it's kind of cool. The one uh, girl, uh, what is she using? It's kind of like a machete. Yeah, she gets a mach- she tries a couple of di- she gets a at one point she gets a buzz saw and I was like yeah buzz saw take the buzz saw to fight his drill, uh, but the, the cable doesn't reach long enough uh, so she has to like <laughs> compromise and get some machete off the wall because uh, she's trapped in the basement at this point. But yeah, they, they fight back a little bit. Some, uh, by the way, just to, uh, you were complaining it's maybe not over the top enough or the killer wasn't as you know it was just kind of a bit plain. Yeah. Now, not to spoil things, but we are planning on doing two and three also this month. That those are coming. You can look forward to those. Now, have you seen the poster for the second movie? I haven't seen the poster, but I actually watched the trailer. Um, so, are you I, are you aware that the drill that has been used by the killer in the second movie is actually a guitar? <laughs> yeah, uh, they. Yeah. There was some. Uh, I mean, it, it was just a trailer. Like I watched like a couple of weeks ago, so I don't remember exactly. But I do remember. Mm-hmm watching it and being like oh my god this looks insane which yeah. maybe that kind of dampened my spirits a little bit yeah, watching this and it wasn't as crazy as i had thought it would be um so it might be a little unfair but <laughs> i am uh, definitely uh very also, excited for the sequels i've never seen this in imdb the, the 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 genres for the second one are listed as horror obviously and rejected comedy <laughs> what, does, what does that mean Reject, what, they, 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 somebody's tried to put it as a comedy and then someone's like, no, no, I don't agree with that, reject that yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> reject it as a comedy uh, yeah. as, as I said about the drill actually, is that it's very phallic there's, there's, there's a shot where it's between his legs looking through his legs, because the poster's looking through his legs but the drill's at an angle, so it doesn't really feel phallic whereas there's one mm. shot where it's going straight down and it feels like, no, this is about penetrating, he gets off in this this is, you know, this is his thing <laughs> I wonder, has he always used the drill, or like um? He's very attached to it. The, the only time oh. he doesn't use the drill in the movie is when he gets like hit out of his hands and he has to grab the knife that someone yeah. else has. That is the only time he uses something else. Yeah, because we we don't really get like a lot of backstory. Like we we basically just get that newspaper being thrown down and like a little like voice on the radio or, or something. I think saying like, "Oh, like killer on the loose, escaping from." mental institution but i wonder if his previous victims if he also used a drill or i think so. I he seems, he seems attached to it i feel like he, he cares mm-hmm. about his, his image uh it's kind of the opposite of leatherface where he actually sticks to his weapon of choice most of the time uh you know i want they, they could have I, I don't know what state this was set and i can't remember you know i didn't catch <laughs> the, the the location but they could have uh, called this i don't the... know if it says but go, go on give me a guess it doesn't matter even if it's wrong just give me a title um akron ohio Ohio, yeah, for not Ohio. So they could have called this the Ohio, the the Drill Ohio Massacre, or the Ohio Drill Massacre. They could have called it that, and it would have worked. That said, Slumber Party Massacre is a fantastic title, and yeah. I feel like this is the thing: if you're excited by the title Slumber Party Massacre, you're probably going to enjoy the movie because you know what you're you're kind of getting for. Oh yeah, it definitely doesn't hide like yeah. what it is, as opposed to say the Nail Gun Massacre. 
which is one of the worst experiences I've ever had trying to watch a oh, movie no. I, because I liked the title and it was this oh, boring movie that felt like it was made in a bunch of like people's like backyards. It just it felt it was awful boring, terrible. Well, uh, you know what happens when you tell me you don't like a movie? Uh, we'll probably end up doing a commentary for it. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I forgot to uh, promote that in the last video. Actually, we have we have commentary tracks now on Patreon. The first mm-hmm. ones are free. If you go to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV, you can get a solo commentary track from me talking over Halloween. Uh, you can tell me how I did in that. And we had a group commentary with me, Tim, and Matt, and we talked over Darkness Falls, which is a bad horror movie from the early two thousands. Uh, but not not to tangent away from Slumber Party Massacre too much. Uh, so you know it's lean and mean. It knows it's not like a serious movie. It's seventy five minutes long. It's not like you. Oh, it's really short. Yeah, I was surprised. You, you don't spend too much time. In fact, what's the second one in terms of length? I'm just curious if it bumps up any. <laughs> Two hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> it's a four hour epic with an intermission. <laughs> uh, actually, it's one hour seventeen. It's two minutes longer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What about the third one? Did they keep this the street going? Oh, hour 27, that's a proper length, okay. Okay. Still not long, but it's a proper yeah. <laughs> movie length, uh, which is okay. Like, I, I have seen the first one before, I should point that out, uh, but I have not seen two and three. I am really looking forward to checking them out, though. Very excited to check them out, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's, it's funny, uh, with the length of the movies, it's actually kind of the perfect length for an actual slumber party. Like, you could easily, like, watch all three of these. You, you, you actually could. Uh, if I can find a bunch of attractive ladies to have a slumber party with me, I will happily watch that with them. <laughs> happily. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your two cats. Uh, three cats. Th- yeah, three, thank you very much. Don't, don't <laughs> incorrectly number the cats. And before you think he's making fun of me for having three cats, Tim also has three cats, so you can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got a party. Yeah, I should point out the third one wasn't planned. That, that was just like a pregnancy. What I mean by that is uh, we weren't looking for, for a third cat. It was more okay. uh, like you know, a cat needed a home, and I just couldn't say no. Like I had to. I was like, nah, this is adorable. Go on. Uh, yeah. He's a, a little menace, but it had to happen. Had to happen. Yeah, it's kind of similar with us. We, I had one cat, then my roommate adopted another cat, and then. Uh, the cat that he adopted had a brother that was having trouble getting adopted and we're just like uh, alright whatever two's a good number though you, I, I recommend to anyone who's thinking of getting a cat consider getting two because they have someone to play with each other with uh, oh, yeah, definitely. and it gives, it gives them a sort of uh, a friendship that they can even if they fight a lot which they do like, my, my two cats the two I had first when I got them they, they, they fought a lot but it was a playful thing where they enjoyed the exercise <laughs> especially if they're house cats because they need the exercise they don't get out as much uh, or at all, even. But um, yeah. uh, we, we went to cats. We should be talking about uh, <laughs> girls and uh, masters. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to point out. So we, we we sort of glossed over after the opening and we before the shower scene. We had like a a, a basketball game. They're, the girls are at school. Oh, right. they're, they're in gym yeah. and they're playing basketball, and they're all getting pissed because Valerie, the new girl who's the neighbor, is really good, and she keeps scoring points. Uh, and they're all pissed at her, and they, they set up that they all hate her, and they, they all, except Trish, Trish wants to invite her to the party, but the rest of them don't, uh, and that's kind of set up. I actually, I do really like the whole, it's actually kind of Halloween now that I think about it, but I, I like the whole, like, all the action's taking place at this house, but we have another character, almost the main character, is at the house across the street, or next door, and it's kind of, like they're kind of watching over throughout the night, like, watching, oh, what's happening over there, the lights are out, that's weird, uh, yeah. And they're constantly coming back to them. It was kind of like this this anchoring point to kind of break up the... Because if it was all at the one house, it'd kind of feel like 
um, you know, it was just non-stop, whereas because it kept getting back to them, and because their stuff was kind of fun, and you, you got the sense of, like, they're, they're kind of friendly sisters, and they're joking about, you know, like, telling mom about stuff, and whatnot. Like, I don't know, it just it had a good vibe to it, I guess. Yeah. But again, if you don't like dumb slasher movies, you will hate this. <laughs> because yeah. that's what it is, it is a dumb slasher movie with dumb characters, with, you know, okay acting, well, not even okay acting, less than okay acting. <laughs> uh, but but it does have, it does have a genuine uh, kind of, this is what we wanted to make. We wanted to make this dumb slasher movie, and they did. There's some really fun kills, not for gore. I don't think there's very much gore that's worth not mentioning. Really. no. But they're fun in other ways. They're fun in the way they're set up. They're fun in the way that something's growing in the background or something like that. Yeah. They're inventive in other ways, which is cool. Uh, and I think the last thing that I really feel the need to talk about is that we have the, the two guys who are with them. Because obviously the phone gets cut out like, outside, which, by the way, you couldn't make this now because everyone's got a phone on them now. Oh, but yeah. the, obviously the killer cuts the phone line and they all panic, but then the, the guy's like, okay, we need to be heroes, we need to be men, we need to make a run for it and try and get to some help. And... They're so shit, because they, they go out opposite ends of the house, so one of them goes out the front, one goes out the back, but they're so shit at this, that both of them still manage to get killed. <laughs> how? How? <laughs> one of them has a fight in front of the uh, in front of Valerie's house, because he runs up to Valerie's house, but the killer gets to him, and they have this big fight out in the out in the lawn. It's just, I, I, stupid, is all I'm saying. Stupid characters. <laughs> but it, it was making me crack up, so I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. And I guess we briefly touched up upon it, but we should maybe talk about the ending, how they. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, eventually they do, which I guess you kind of don't really see this often, you know, in uh, horror movies. But I mean, they like end up killing him. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they, they work together. Like Valerie's got the machete. Trish, who we've not actually seen a little bit at this point, comes running out. It's actually because she comes running out in slow motion. The music sort of swells up and slow, and she stabs him repeatedly with a knife. Uh, like she she goes proper psycho on her. But you know we have Valerie, a little sister, and Trish all survive. We have a team that survives yeah. and killed the, the bad guy. It's kind of unique in that sense. So and yeah, and it's kind of cool that. You know, it's like, um, yeah, it's not something where, you know, he's on the ground and then they they turn around and then they turn back and he's gone or, you know, he's being, you know, whisked away. You see him like his eyes open all of a sudden, you know, it kind of makes it feel like, oh, yeah, he's just like a regular guy. And they they actually ended up killing him. Of course, who knows what happens in the sequels? (laughs) Ah, could be a copycat or I don't know. (laughs) I feel like it won't even matter that it's a sequel. It'll just be, oh, it's another killer with a drill, and it's a slumber party. Oh yeah, and that's that's all that matters. And we'll just we'll just go from there, which is fine. Like I'll I'll yeah. I'll, I'll take two remakes of this and two and three is fine, <laughs> with crazier <laughs> ideas in them. Why not? Uh, but no, I I, uh, I I dig this a lot. I think I think it's just a fun, goofy slasher movie. Uh, do you know what? I just I looked through all three of them there because I thought it was interesting. That this was directed by a woman. I thought this was an odd one to oh, come from cool. a, a female eye because there is so much. Here's boobs. Here's gratuitous stuff. Uh, but what's funny is I just looked ahead to the auto. All three are directed by females. Oh, that's awesome. That is a it's a weird little <laughs> it's a weird franchise to think that happened though. Given that yeah. it's you know this pervert kind of sleazy movie with the guys watching them undress and stuff, it's kind of like. I kind of almost appreciate that the, the the lady directors at the time went. That's what you want. That's what I'll give. Like I will, yeah. <laughs> I will. You know, I'll do, I'll deliver what's expected of a slasher movie. I'll do it, even if it is kind of sleazy and you know 
not exactly feminist, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it might not be. Yeah, it, it's not um, classic feminist uh, cinema. But that said, though, to uh, be fair, to be fair to slasher movies, it's always a girl who survives. They're always the strongest. They always win. Yeah, I mean, like the girls are, you know, I, I'd say you know there are like some pretty, they are pretty badass, and and they do, you know, um, you know, conquer the guy in the end. Yeah, I think it's um, like I said at the start of the movie, they kind of do this thing where she's throwing away her old toys, and it's kind of like I thought, oh, there's going to be a theme here where she's like getting older and she's like throwing away her childhood, uh, and it doesn't really do anything with it. But I'm wondering if that's where that kind of came from. It's because the director wanted to give it a little bit more of a, this is what the story's about, even though it's a slasher movie, it doesn't really need to be about anything, but that, that's yeah. kind of where that came from. It never really did anything with it at the end, though. Uh, or by the end. But, uh, and it ends really suddenly, it cuts to the credits like, really quickly, after they've killed the, the yeah. killer. It just sort of goes, oh, credits time, okay, I guess we're done. <laughs> the movie really wanted to like get under 80 minutes, it really didn't want to linger. Which I can respect. Uh, but yeah. You know, we tangent about cats, but we still hit 30 minutes on a 75-minute movie. I think that's commendable. <laughs> uh, so let's get to ratings, Timmy. What would you rate the Slumber Party Massacre? Um, so again, uh, I don't think it's bad, but um, it wasn't my favorite thing in the world. But I do recognize it's not not exactly my, my cup of tea. Um, so I'm going to give it a, um, a, a respectable six. Uh, I thought... You know, it, it was good, and there were some legitimate parts uh, that I actually liked. Uh, but uh, yeah, just overall, uh, yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. But um, I, I can definitely see, though, it. You know, if you are more of a slasher fan, um, how yeah, this would you know go up in your books. Uh, like I said earlier, it comes down to this: when you hear the title "Slumber Party Massacre," do you think oh, "awesome" or do you think that's stupid? <laughs> that will that basically dictates what you're going to think of the movie. I think. Uh, but I like it, of course. Although that said, I'm not going to rate it that much differently from you because ultimately, I, I, you know, I have sort of an objective to a point, an objective eye of quality yeah. here. Like, isn't it's not a great movie? But uh, I will nudge it slightly higher. I, I'm I'm going to slap it with a seven, uh, which it, it seems insane when you compare it to other things I've given a seven. But in terms of how much fun I had and how much I dig watching movies called Slumber Party Massacre, when they live up to the <laughs> title, and I think this did. I, I don't think this... This didn't feel like it copped out from what the title promised me. It, it delivered. So, yeah. I, I forget what I, where I heard this from. I think there was some podcast I was listening to recently, but they were talking about rating systems and how... Yeah, you got to understand, like, if we rate two movies like a seven it doesn't mean that they're yeah, the yeah. exact same like there, there's different types of you know sometimes you like something and give it an eight because it's a great movie and sometimes you like it because it's stupid but it gave you a lot of enjoyment it's, it's, yeah ex- exactly that's, yeah. that's a thing that happens so just try to listen to most of the review don't just look at the score and be like oh okay well to be fair they can't do that with us unless they go fast forwarding and try to find it like, I feel like no one does that. I think it would be different to see if we had it come up on the screen at the end, and it'd be easy to find in the thumbnail <laughs> if you like, sort of went across. I think people yeah. might, might do that. But I don't see them doing that with this. It's it's just not the way we review stuff. But, uh, but no, there you go. That is the Slumber Party Massacre. Like we say, we're doing all three of these over October. And by the way, these are actually extras. Like This was not in the original schedule. <laughs> these, these are three movies on top of the schedule that we already made. Because uh, Tim tried to go and see a double feature at a theatre. It sold out. He didn't get in. And then I was like, Tim, you got me all set up to do some Slumber Party Massacre. Let's just do them anyway. And we're like, sure, let's just do them. So here we are. 
I still get to see them, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to watching two and three. Uh, so they'll, they'll be spread. They're not going to be next though. They'll be sort of spread out over the, the month. Uh, so you begin look forward to those. Uh, so there you go. So that is Summer Party Massacre. Let us know what you think of the movie. If you've seen it in the comments below or elsewhere, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. As we mentioned earlier, go over to patreon.com slash TV for some bonus stuff. If you want to support, support us, keep us doing what we're doing, uh, especially when we're working this hard <laughs> throughout October. Um, and there's some bonus stuff there, like I said. There's a new commentary tier for the commentaries, which won't always be horror movies, but it often will be, because that's you know kind of our thing. Uh, especially when it's both of us. I feel like it'll more than likely go to a horror movie. Um uh, but also you can get to vote on uh, an episode every month and stuff uh, and, we're, and we're always thinking of new ideas to add some more stuff on there to make it a bit more valuable to folk but ultimately it's down to uh, just kind of keeping us going and uh, hopefully and spend more time doing it because we, lo- we love to So, uh, but that is that is otherwise us so thank you once again like I say we're doing a lot of episodes for October there'll be a bunch of bonus and extra stuff uh, as well as a top 100 video series which will be starting next week you can look forward to that uh, but that is us so once again thank you for watching and or listening because there's an audio feed now if you want to go and get us on iTunes or like uh, Podcast Addict or any of those types of things uh, but that is us so thank you we'll see you next time happy October keep watching scary movies I said that in the wrong order <laughs> bye guys <laughs>